Al, we talked earlier this year about a trip to virtual Japan. Throwing babies into the water. <laughs> Throwing babies straight in the water. Hanging out with Beat Takeshi. Yep. But now we gotta go, we gotta go back in time a bit. To That's a song. Okay, yes. You're not wrong. <laughs> we gotta go back in time to the far flung past of I don't remember when this game takes place. <laughs> what year this game takes place? <laughs> Oh, no. I'm just going to stall for time. Hello, this is the Season Language Checkup OVA. It's episode number 95. If you are uh, thinking about numbers, that's what, it, that's what they are. That's what this is. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. This is, this is the podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. <laughs> thought you forgot my name no 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 i was just trying to think of something and then just (laughs) paused a little too long hello oh man what a what a season what a season anyways okay the far flung past of 2006 2006 2006 2006 I mean you don't you don't say 1906 is 1906 <laughs> Um 12 year years gra- ago It's the year I graduated Jesus I graduated in 2006 I I mean I graduated 2 years after you so that's because you're two years younger than me. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I finally got through Yakuza Kiwami 2, which is the uh, remake of Yakuza 2. After that game came out at the end of August. <laughs> Just took my sweet time with it. Whoops. Um, But before we get into that. In your defense, you've been busy. Yeah. And then I also played Spider-Man in between, so that kind of took some time away. And also, that game took me like almost 40 hours to get through, so it was a a decent chunk of time. But before we get into that... Before we do. Before we get into that, um, I want to talk about something else. Okay. That you don't know about. Uh Uh-oh. We know we've been kind of doing these through those last couple of episodes where it's just like we do... We kind of bounce back and forth between different things you know last week we talked about the nintendo switch online launch and then we talked about xenoblade 2 dlc the week before mm-hmm. that we had the grab bag where we talked about a bunch of different stuff mm-hmm. that i don't remember now because it's been two oh weeks my God. <laughs> it was a bunch uh... of stuff <laughs> but i wanted i wanted to hear something from you some some opinions some thoughts so i thought you know there's something we could talk about before we dive into Yakuza. Okay. A game that is also Japanese. Okay. A game that you have kind of gotten obsessed with. Uh-oh. Why don't we talk about a game that I've been playing for, you know, the past since like 2015? Let's talk about a little game called Love Live School Idol Festival. Yes. <laughs> oh. The greatest mobile game to ever come out. I mean, 
It's really fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is this game's been out for a long time, and especially in the world of mobile games, that's kind of saying something. Uh, it was released in Japan in 2013, came out worldwide in 2014, and still going, still getting supported, still constantly getting new stuff added to it for for both versions, which is you know in the landscape of of mobile games like usually they don't necessarily have that big of a shelf life mm-hmm. like a lot of them will kind of come and go and you know maybe they'll be there for a few years get supported and then eventually you know service goes away uh but with this it's just kept going and i think it's helped as well that you know the love life franchise has, has grown since its launch where it was just you know the the first series and then obviously uh they came out with love life sunshine the the new series back in 2016 which added a bunch of new stuff to this game obviously with new characters new songs all that sorts of stuff and you know they're just now adding in like a third idol group just just strictly for the game only which is gonna you know extend the life of the game even further and then also you know with they are they're gonna have it collaborate with the upcoming love life school idol all-stars where supposedly the idea is that you download All Stars, and it would have a launcher for both games. Oh! And like you, all the stuff that you have in School Idol Festival would work in All Stars. Oh! Supposedly that's how it's supposed to work. I mean, that's what they talked about like a while back. I don't know if that plans have changed or anything about that or not, but that was initially the uh, the idea. But uh, we're talking about School Idol Festival right now, mm-hmm. the mobile rhythm game. Set in the Love Live Universe franchise thingamajig. <laughs> uh, so weirdly enough, like I got into this game by watching someone else play it, and was like, "That seems kind of cool. I'll play that." Having no like context for like what Love Live was, like I, I knew of it, but I hadn't like watched it or anything yet. So I got knee deep into the game, and then eventually decided, "Hey, I should probably watch this anime." <laughs> To get a little yeah, bit more context sense. about what's going on. And then th- three years later, I'm still playing it every day, regularly. And I somehow managed to rope you into playing it. Yeah, so I think it was like around July-ish. Yeah, sometime in the summer. You're like, hey, you should maybe play this game. I'm like, alright, you know, I, I like rhythm games and I'm stressed out and so like Maybe I'll just play it as a, a calming thing. Which I feel like I've I'd been kind of trying to get you to play it for a little bit. Even like just like, why don't you play some Love Life School Idol Festival, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you were just like, eh. Yeah, I, I'm not good about mobile games, period. Which I think, also, I, I guess after the uh, the whole YG thing, I was yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a fair point. Like I think. Obviously, this is a way better game than that than the YG oh, game yeah. was entirely. And I think I think one of the things that helps this game as a whole is that it's really not egregious about like, hey, pay us money to get stuff. Right. Like they have their stuff, or like here's a little bundle. You'll get like some some love gems, which is the premium currency. You know, you'll get like a scouting ticket. Uh, you'll get some like uh, items and money for to help you out but like they have their own little section for that it's kind of hidden away you know if Mm -hmm. you want to go see it you can if not you really don't have to and like there's enough ways to like 
accure the premium currency within the game that you really never have to pay money if you don't want to. Mm. And you can still be successful in playing the game. And I think like that is it's a huge st- it's a huge thing for that game to to make it be viable and just like appealing to people because you know when people think of mobile games they think of especially gotcha style mobile games they think of well this is just gonna try and bleed me dry and yeah be a cash grab make me gamble my money away and like i mean this this obviously has that aspect where you can pay money and just funnel it into this game but like the the actual game is never just like yelling at you like hey pay us money pay us money pay us money give us money for this best value it's just like (laughs) hey if you want to do this we have these options for you if not yo cool it is what it is yeah basically and i say that as someone who's probably spent like multiple hundreds of dollars on this game what yeah you have i have (laughs) i didn't know that yeah well i have been playing this game since 2015 and, like, regularly. So, like, my view with, like, free-to-play mobile games is that, you know, if I'm getting, like, a good enough enjoyment out of it, like, yeah, you can have some of my money. Like, that's fair, yeah. I think. And to ha- to be playing this game regularly for, like, three years, like, I don't feel like that's a bad value proposition that I've given them that much money. Yeah. Because I've been, I've put, like, God... I would say I've probably almost put like a thousand hours into this game. Like it's the one game that like I'm kind of glad doesn't have a stat tracker for like hours and stuff because it would probably be just ridiculous. I mean, I do have like the stat tracker of like, you know, I've logged into that game, what, over 800 days or something like that. So like I feel like I've been able to value my time with that game in a way that, you know, other games of the genre or just games in general like might not so like i i i understand like just the weirdness of giving free-to-play games money in general but i feel like with this like i've you know they've they've earned it with the way they've they've respected me as a player and a, a customer i guess and just valued my time throughout the entire experience i've logged in for 72 days i just checked and you've probably put in a ton of time into it as well oh probably don't even want to know um i think my grand total of how much money i've put into it's like five bucks which isn't bad no um which i'll have to show you the ur i got from that i forgot to show you but yeah like it's (laughs) it's definitely a game that i've like i've come i've taken a break from and come back to and just always thoroughly enjoyed like there's the rhythm game aspect of it is a lot of a lot of fun um there's enough variety within the different difficulty levels within the songs themselves to give you like a challenge when you need to when you need be and just also to keep it interesting and fun throughout um i think the exclusive like stories they do for the game where whether it's just like the character specific stories or you know the the group the whole group stories that they they create for the game itself are very good and well done and fit within like those characters and even if you're coming to it as someone who like hasn't watched the show or anything like you can still get an idea of like who these characters are like what their characterizations specifically are like how they differ from the other characters what the relationships are with the other characters 
as a good primer for you to like go and watch like the animes. So I have to tell you something funny. Okay. Um, ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, I'm in my, my Discord server mm-hmm. uh, and I, I had sent out a link to one of the the songs by Aqua, Aquas, Aqua. Um, <laughs> I had, I had uh, sent out a song on there. I was like, I'm listening to the song and it's great. And uh, one of the guys was like, wow, you know, that's that's really good. I like that song. And I was like, hey, you should try out School Idol Festival. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he's he's been playing it one without of us, seeing one the of us. <laughs> without seeing the show. So. Uh, that's that's pretty funny. He is currently ranked twenty one. I just checked. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, I'll be friends with you if you get it. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's somebody who has not seen the show at all, but is still playing the game. And I had seen the show. Yeah, you you were the opposite because yeah. you, you only watched Sunshine and then played right. it. You haven't have watched not... the original Love Live. Mm-mm. Uh, but it's it's been fun, and I mean they're continuously adding content, which is really great. Like we just got a song the other day. Yeah, like they usually are constantly adding songs. Like every time there's like a story update, there's a new song attached to that. There's events happening all the time, which which bring in new cards, and they they also bring in cards on the regular with with updates as well that you can try the gacha luck for. So. Oh my god, I the game doesn't want me to have Ruby. Period. <laughs> Until the ruby birthday poll where you got like five good rubies. Well, that was partially because I went insane to make sure that I had enough gems to do the best ruby pulls, period. I was like, I'm going to get a good ruby out of this. And you did. I did. I got like an SSR and a UR and a bunch of SRs and it was it was great. I got so many rubies. Gumbo ruby. Gamba really. Uh, so yeah, obviously this is a huge ad to, for you to watch or go to listen to Jared and I watch Love Life Sunshine. <laughs> and also just watch Love Life Sunshine, and also, and also just Love play School Idol Festival. It's you a, can you can it's hit a us great up on game. The, it is it is you can hit us up on Twitter and be like, hey, let's be friends, and we'll maybe friend you. We'll see. I'll see Depends if I have on space on in my friends. My friends <laughs> list. We have to see how many friends list people we, <laughs> we can get rid of, but. Uh yeah, I've I've been a little crazy about it. I um currently have 153 gems, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little insane. But it helps um, that like I, you're a newer player, so like you have you know all of the normal cards that you can idolize and stash through all those, get love gems. You have all the story stuff you can go through and get love gems. You have all the songs you can go through and get love gems. Like there's so many avenues for you to like just cure wealth in this game. Yeah, and I'm uh like 50 XP away from being ranked 90, mm-hmm. which is funny because, like I said, I started like 70 days ago. Yeah, you've just been cruising. Um, but I play it like every single day. I I mm-hmm. play multiple times a day. It's so fun, and I love these songs. And um, I will fully admit on the record, I don't play as much on the Muse side just because I'm not as familiar with them and I don't really like their like style as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with me like somewhat neglecting half the game, I still like love my Aqua side. Yeah. Uh, and 
that's where I tend to to live is just on on <laughs> their end over there. Yeah, like hey Chica, what up? <laughs> she just encourages me because that's what she does. It's true. Tells me to eat a amigon. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you know, like we've been saying, it's it's really good. You know, it's really good, especially for a free to play game. Like you, it I I really can't go out and say like there's a better experience out there for a free to play game at least that I've that I've seen personally. Yeah. Like this sets a high bar. Well, and I mean like it's got a a combination of things that I feel like is an extreme positive. It's got really fun songs. Mm-hmm. Um like yeah, it's it's got a good mix of like cute Japanese idol pop stuff, but then it's got like some other stuff in there too. Um, that's a little bit different and it's, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's got really good gameplay. Um, everything feels really intuitive and like the, the user interface is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, one of the big reasons I play this is cause it's so cute. <laughs> all the cards are so cute. Like I was literally just on eBay looking at all the outfits cause I'm like, look at all these cute outfits <laughs> they made for this. This is insane. I'm dying. If, um, if you like feeding idle girls to other idle girls to make them stronger, this is the game for you. Basically, yes. Um, but I, I, I'm somebody who really likes like cute outfits and that kind of thing. And so seeing like the new cards and new outfits and all is really, it's fun for me. Um, I don't do well with gotcha, but that's just because my luck is shit, like literal utter Xenoblade um, 2 so- will tell you that. Still have not got Cosmos, but um, I can't get like any of the UR rubies ever except for on Ruby's birthday. But and that wasn't the Ruby birthday one. I got an actual UR mm-hmm. of Ruby, but uh, I was so mad at you that day that you got the UR Ruby. So <laughs> mad at you. I, I literally like got it. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I texted oh, you like, so you're gonna mad. be so mad at me. Uh, so my 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 gotcha look is pretty terrible, but even still, like I've gotten a lot of cute cards of other people, and uh, it's one of my big things. I like to like look at the art of the characters it's and what art. they've created. It's really good art. Um, at least on the Aqua side, there's sometimes that like I get a Muse card. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> well, some of those cards are like from when the old. game launched, and they're old, and that art is not great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. But yeah, even if you're like me and you just stick on one side of the fence, then like even still you have a ton of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a lot of fun. There you go. Um, oh man, I'm excited. We got to talk about this. <laughs> Love Live School Idol Festival. Download now. It's um, great. I want us to Photoshop Yakuza and School Idol Festival together. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. We could do it. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, whose head goes on which body? <laughs> are you going to put Yakuza characters into School Idol Festival? <laughs> or are you going to put School Idol Festival characters into Yakuza? That's a, that's a great mm, question. Tough. That's a really great question. <laughs> I look forward to the results. Oh, boy. That's a, that's a, that's a steep hill to climb. <laughs> 
Alrighty, let's talk about some gritty crime drama. <laughs> not School Idol not Festival school and idols. not cute Japanese girls no, singing we, cute if, songs. If we want to talk about idols and Yakuza, we have to we, we we'd have to talk about Yakuza Five, and that's that's a different game altogether. Yep. Because it does have a complete idol section in that game. <laughs> oh my god. So Yakuza Kiwami 2, as I said uh, earlier, the remake of Yakuza 2, uh, it's been redone all in the uh, the Dragon Engine, which is the engine they use to make 6. So it's all like you can seamlessly go into any building, you can run into all the bicycles and make them all explode. <laughs> explode? Uh, God. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it looks fantastic. Like it's a gorgeous looking game. Uh, like with uh, the first uh, Kwame they did with the remake of one, they've added some new stuff to this to this version, uh, based off of uh, some previous releases. So, uh, in in Kwame two, they they added in a new story based off of Majima, which kind of ties back into some stuff from Yakuza Zero, and also explains like why he is out of the Tojo clan in the beginning of Kiwami two or in Yakuza two. So kind of like some backstory for that. Um, basically, the the tie into Yakuza Zero is really really well done, and like really ties like that story, like or at least gives like a good finale to, for his storyline in in Yakuza Zero, in a way that is like, <laughs> this is a gritty crime game. Why am I getting so emotional? <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's really, really, really well done, especially cause it's, it's not that long. It's kind of just like this little side thing that you get to, you get to unlock. Um, they bring back the cabaret club manager portion from Yakuza zero as well, which is really, really good. Um, it's basically the same thing from zero in here. Uh, it's just a little bit of like a different story. They, they attach to it and some different mechanics, but for the most part, it's, if you played the, the mini game in zero, it's pretty much the same thing here. Uh, and then they also bring back clan creator from Yakuza six, but changing it a little bit to where like, uh, the clan creator mode in six was more like, you know, you would gather up all these people into your clan and in the actual gameplay portion of it, you just like, you would just send out like waves of enemies and have them clash with each other. In this, it's more like tower defense. So you have like your your group of like eight dudes, and you just place them on the map, and you hope that they don't let the enemies break through and break your stuff. And like with Yakuza Six, uh, they add story to this by adding in more more pro wrestlers. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is it's weird in this one because it's all like classic wrestlers and like wrestlers from like the 80s and 90s <laughs> so it's all like legends from new japan pro wrestling so you get all these old old guys you have like keiji mudo masahiro chono ricky shoshu genishiro tenryu and tatsumi fujinami but they're all like they're all they're kind of like their wrestling personas but as real estate dudes <laughs> and it's real good <laughs> Like, they all say, like, their catchphrases and stuff. Like, Masahiro Chono has his, like, fashion brand in the game. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, and it's 
it's it's really well done it's it's so well done they do like the face scan and like they they have all them those guys like voice their characters so like tenryu just sounds like he's just garbling marbles the entire time he's like like that's how he sounds and that's literally how he speaks um the facial capture is so good that you get to see all of like keiji mudo's like blade scars on his forehead from where he cut himself to bleed in wrestling oh why why Oh, that's how you would bleed. You would take a razor blade and cut your forehead, and that's how you bleed. Welcome to professional wrestling. (laughs) So you get to see all those scars on his forehead. Yeah. That's grody. (laughs) Seems a little unnecessary. Yeah, welcome to... That's wrestling. (laughs) Welcome to pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the, all that stuff, all that new stuff in that they added is really, really well done. Um, there's new arcade games, so you get to play uh, Virtual Fighter 2, which I think has been in previous versions of it. But they also added in Virtual On, which is the first time that's been in a Yakuza game. And that game is, as someone who had never played Virtual On before this, like that game <laughs> rules. <laughs> but also it's a mech game, so like, yeah, of course I'm going to think that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not surprised by you liking a mech game. Ah, it's a big surprise. Wow. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> and then there's also just a, a butt ton of, like, mini games that you can do. Like, um, there's darts, which I think was, which they kind of just brought over back from 6. Uh, you can go gambling in some casinos where you can play some poker, some blackjack. You can play mahjong. You can play shogi. Uh, I think you can play, like, uh, Hanafuda and just a bunch of other... You know, activities like that. Um, they don't necessarily bring like back the uh, the bar friend mechanic from six, where it's like you go into a bar and like hang out with people. But they actually they bring that back like once or twice, and it's in like the the clan creator and cabaret club mini games. So like, there's one time where it's just you going to get dinner with a bunch of the old wrestlers. Oh my god! And it's like just them trying to like re- like read off this like menu, and they're like they don't un- they can't, and it's real goofy and then another time is like you you go and uh have like a welcoming party for like some of the girls in the cabaret club mini game and they do it for that as well um so it's kind of cool that they bring it back for that what's up what is yeah because that's a great question (laughs) what is it's crazy it's so all over the place but like it sounds like every time i listen to it i'm like this mechanically shouldn't work and yet it does no. I don't understand. Okay, from ev- I love it. From everything that I just said, even like not even getting into like the main story, what genre is a Yakuza game? I, I don't know. Right? Like it <laughs> you have a mix of like the tower defense, you have mm-hmm. a mix of like social sim. Mm-hmm. You have a mix of like just brawler. Mm-hmm. Like what is Yakuza? It it's it's hilarious to me because, like, it's not a game that I would ever play. I, I will never play the, this series of game. That's just how it is. But I love hearing when you play it <laughs> because it makes me laugh. You're like, hey, look at what I just did. I'm like, what is this game? It's always so interesting because, like, you know, the main story is, like, very serious. Right, right. And That's like- what you tell me is that, like, every time the main story is, like, super serious and, like, has some gut punches in there mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm like... But also, you're running around with, like, a freaking Lego head and, like, I don't know, becoming friends with this weird guy on the street because why not? And I'm like, what is this? 
this game. It's like if you, Narakami, decided to grow up and be a Yakuza. Right. <laughs> but you still have Yu's personality and stuff in the game. He just wants to befriend everybody and take care of the cats. <laughs> It's just so goofy because, like, you can have, like, these very serious moments and then, like, when the game's like, okay, now you get to go go to this next part of the mission. And you can be like, what if I did all these side stories instead? What if I went to, the, went to a Club Sega? What if I went to go beat up some old pro wrestlers? What if I went to go run my cabaret club? Like, you show me a picture with, like, it looked like a wedding, but it had, like, a woman in an orange head mask. <laughs> Which is really good because, like... So, that's the Onomichi uh, mascot character from Yakuza 6. Okay. That they have Kiryu dress up as and, like, work work as. Uh, they bring him in, or they bring that character into, like, the clan creator. So, like, that makes sense. Yeah, like, like that character would be able to fight and stuff because, obviously, Kiryu dressed up as it and fought people in Yakuza 6. Then they gender bend it and let you have that character in the Cabaret Club minigame. <laughs> And it's just, it's just a lady in an orange dress with the, the mascot head on. Mm-hmm. And, like, her one stat that she's really good at is partying. <laughs> I just, every time I hear this game, like I said, it's delightful. Every time I hear you do anything in this game, like, what a delightful game. But at the same time, like, what is this game? <laughs> and, again, I will never play them because it's just not my thing, but... I love when you play them. They make me laugh so hard when I get screenshots because I'm just like, what the actual That's Yeah, that's basically all you can say because there's just so much you can do in these games that it's, honestly, it's ridiculous. Like, like explode bikes? Like no other game out there is letting you have this much like freedom in them. And like, and like well, I guess in this sort of way. You can't throw the baby in the water. You can't throw the baby in the water. Like, most games, you know, you would, like, you'd be able to, like, explore the city and go do some stuff. But, like, with with the Yakuza games, you get to basically, there's so much variety that you can do. Like, it's not just, like, oh, well, you have a few mini games. Like, there's multiple mini games, and they're all completely different from one another. There's, like, multiple just different things you can go do throughout the entirety of these cities. Like, and there's there's two cities in this game, so there's there's variety with that. And... It's just amazing that they're able to cram so much content into these games and not make it seem like it's completely overwhelming you. It's super fascinating that they 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 were able to pull they're able to pull this off for so long. <laughs> Cuz like you you see something like, you know, Shenmue, you know, back in 99 and how what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't remember what the word I'm looking for is. What is it like? Well, like how it was kind of like it was, it was too big for it. It was too ambitious. Okay, that's the word I'm looking for. It was very ambitious, and you could tell, like you know, they had an they had a vision for something, but it didn't necessarily necessarily pan out. And like the Yakuza games, obviously, you know. People like to say, like, oh, they're, like, kind of the spiritual successor to the Shenmue games, but done way better. And you can kind of see that, especially nowadays, where it's just, like, there's... You know, it, it's kind of the same idea of, like, the 
the old Oblivion or Skyrim thing. Like, oh, you see that mountain? You can go there. You see that building? You could probably go in and, and like, do something. I don't know. There's going to be something for you to do around here. It's, it's just it's so ridiculous, but it it's so, so good. Like... I'm I'm really glad that like the series has really kind of blown up after like Zero came out and like more people are really like getting to experience like this entire genre and series as a whole cuz they're so so good. Like the only the only downside is that like I feel like they're kind of done remaking the games after this cuz basically 3 through 5 was all on PS3 and they re-released 3 on the PS4 sometime earlier this year. So I don't think they're going to give that the Kiwami treatment, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But, but yeah. Hey, we should probably talk about the actual game. Yeah, maybe. The actual main story. You want to? <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, like I said, this game is split into two, two cities, kind of like how 6 was. But uh, this is uh, Kamurocho again, which is, if you don't know, is based off of one of Shinjuku's red light districts, uh, Kabuchiko, Kabukicho, Kabukicho, if I can learn to speak right. And then they have a, a town in Osaka, which the, the Yakuza version of it is called Sotenbori, and it is based off of a town called Dotenbori. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, pretty pretty similar there. Um, this basically picks up right where Yakuza Kiwami 1 left off. So here's some spoilers for Yakuza Kiwami 1, the end of it. Um... Basically, that entire game is you feuding with your former Yakuza brother, and it's all over like this missing money. Uh, you're the 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 guy who basically fathered you, but isn't your dad dies, uh, by telling you, "Hey, I killed your parents." Whoops! By the way, I'm dead now. <laughs> uh, and then, so like the whole entire Tojo clan is in like chaos. Because, like, everyone's dying, and then, like, uh, there's no one to lead it. Uh, the person who's leading it basically dies. And then by the end of it, it's like, Kiryu is is the, the, new, the new leader of the Tojo clan. Except at the end of the game, to- Kiryu's like, nah, I'm done. I'm not doing this. And he lasts, like, a single day and is like, I'm out later. <laughs> I'm the gun. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, and he instills this dude named uh, Terada, who is like this this former guy from the Omi Alliance, which is the the um, the Yakuza clan from Osaka, and who has basically kind of come over here to help out in Yakuza One. And Kiryu's like, "Hey, you want to do this? F- go ahead and do it. You're 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 in charge now. Later." So he basically goes off and he's going to go and and uh take care of Haruka, the the little girl who eventually grows up to have the baby that you want to throw in the ocean. Throw in the water, yes. yeah. Uh which I well I won't spoil anything. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to throw the baby in the water. You did. If you want to listen to that, we talk, go go listen to the Yakuza 6 episode. <laughs> yep. Uh before the game actually kind of starts, there's a flashback to like the 1980s. And it is, you see this detective, and he is following these Korean mobsters. And you see one of them get brutally shot up, and you see that it is uh, Kiryu's dad, quote-unquote. The guy who dies in, uh, in Yakuza 1. It's blasting them up. 
Uh, this detective basically runs in after, doesn't like go after them, but uh, finds this mother and her child, and the mother is basically about to throw the child out a window because the, the the building is burning down. And the detective's like, hey, don't do that. That's dumb. Like, let this child live. You you both shouldn't just, like, kill yourselves for no reason. And that, that's kind of, like, the, the base premise of this game is that, you know, that flashback has very much some very much meaning into this game. And, you know, over the course of time, we'll eventually get to it. Flash forward a year after Yakuza 1, and that's where we are for for the beginning of Yakuza 2. Uh, you go to a graveyard. You're going to go pay your respects to, to all the people who died in Yakuza 1. Uh, the new cherubin of the Tojo clan, Terada, shows up. And he's like, hey, what's up? What you doing here? You paying your respects? I'm doing that too. What's up? And then, oh god, here comes the assassins and they murder him. Oh god! In the graveyard. I guess if you're gonna die in a place, graveyard's a good place to do it. Uh, while Terada is dying, he gives Kiryu a letter and he's like, hey, go to the Omi Alliance and give this to their chairman. So, Kiryu's like, well, f The Tojo clan's in danger again. They don't have anyone to lead them. What do I do? <laughs> So he had he comes up with the idea of like um there was this guy named Dojima who is in charge of the Tojo clan uh throughout like Yakuza 0 and at the beginning of Yakuza 1 before he gets murdered. Uh Kiryu's like that dude has a son. What if I got his son to lead the clan? That seems like a good idea. Uh but the only problem is that uh this kid who is named Daigo is just like he's a punk little shit now. Oh god. He's 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 really rocking the mid 2000s fashion. He's got a puffy jacket. It's that's like really bright colored. Well, it's, it's white, but it's like bright white. He's got a chain. He's living the life. Wait, is it a wallet chain? No, like he he's wearing like a necklace. Oh, that <laughs> Ooh, that's even worse. <laughs> Jesus. So like Kiryu hunts him down. He's like, "Hey, you got to go lead the clan now." And Daigo's like, "No." Like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But eventually he's like, they have a fight and then eventually they're like, okay, we're going to go to Osaka and we're going to go meet with the Omi Alliance. So they go there. Uh, before they meet up with the, the Omi Alliance, Kiryu goes into like this nightclub and he meets a fellow by the name of Ryuji, uh, Ryuji Goda, who is the son of the Omi chairman. And he leads his own clan within the Omi Alliance. Uh, for context, uh, Kiryu is called his nickname in the Yakuza franchise, which we, we've talk, probably talked about in Six and other places. He's called the dra the Dragon of Dojima because he's got a big old dragon tattoo on his back. Ryuji is the Dragon of Kansai. He also has a dragon on his back. Hmm. So these two have a, a little a little meeting, let's say. They meet each other in uh in this nightclub and uh Ryuji's like I was gonna make a joke, but I won't make the joke. What, it's what, inappropriate. What are you what's the joke? Uh I I was gonna say they listen to some Ursher. They're gonna make love in this club. <laughs> God. Please. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Continue. Uh Ryuji <laughs> kind of flat out says, like, hey, uh because Kiryu doesn't necessarily tell him who he is. And he, when he does, Ryuji's like, you're not that Kiryu. Come on. 
but he's like, uh, so there's only room for one dragon in all of the Yakuza in Japan, and it's going to be me. By the way, there's going to be some fireworks in Kamarocho tonight. Look forward to that. In sync. It's going to be me. It's going to be me. Uh, Kiryu leaves the, uh, the nightclub and then goes out, and there's this big TV displaying the news, and, oh, God, the Millennium Tower has had, like, the top floor exploded. Everyone's like, oh, God, why? So, uh... The next day, they go to the Kiryu and Daigo go to the Omi Alliance. They're like, "Hey, let's talk about this thing that happened. Uh, that was real bad. What if we kind of had some peace talks?" And like, yeah, and then the Claimant's kind of like, yeah, "Okay," but like the his officers are like, "No, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, we're not doing this. That's dumb." So. You know, basically everything kind of goes bad, and then Ryuji's like, "What if I plan a coup and overthrow my father?" Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna take him hostage. <laughs> so that happens, and then you fight Ryuji, and you have a big fight, and then you leave, and then you get arrested by the Osaka police. Here is where oh, you meet. Getting bad. You meet a lady. You meet detective. You meet Detective Kauro Sayama. Who, weirdly enough, is going to become a love interest in this game. <laughs> I not surprised. I I don't know. Like Kiryu, Kiryu seems like the type of person. Like they they try to make him like flirty and all like the cabaret club stuff. He does not seem like the person who's like touched a boob before. <laughs> oh, he's not touched a boob before. Okay. He, he does not seem like the type of person who's touched a boob before. Okay, I I, I didn't I haven't played it, so I didn't know that. Uh, so, so Kiryu gets arrested. Kaoru is, like, a member of the Anti-Yakuza Task Force. Like, that's her department. And, basically, the Osaka police has put Kiryu kind of under, like, protective custody. They're like, hey, we can't have you dying over here. That would be real bad. So, like, we're gonna have her stick with you and make sure, like, you don't do any dumb <laughs> And along the way, we learn about her backstory, where she's like... Yeah, I don't know what my parents are. That's real weird. Oh, by the way, this old lady that I kind of stay with was like, yeah, the Tojo clan ruined her life. And I overheard that one day, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I should probably figure out a way to find out why. So now we're going to try and find out why. <laughs> uh, in Tokyo, which is where Kamurocho is, uh, Kiryu's friend Date, who's also a detective, uh, basically gets brought in to the precinct to talk about like the bombing that happened, and he gets put up. He gets placed with uh, this other detective who is named Kaoru- Kawara, <laughs> or we're just gonna call him Jiro because that's way easier to pronounce. <laughs> uh, so they bring him in because he has experience with a certain type of gang from like the eighties. It's a, it's a Korean gang. Okay. And so he's brought in, but Date is like real, like weary about him because there's all these rumors about Jiro and how like he just, anytime something goes bad on a job, he just straight up murders people. So he's just like, I don't know about this. Like, I know your yeah. reputation. <laughs> Not good. Not Maybe good. don't do that. Um, 
So like they are they're tasked with like okay, who did this bombing? We have to find out who did this bombing. Uh, they go their first lead they get is they go out go to this club called Stardust, which is where some stuff happened in Yakuza One, and the owner of Stardust is like friends with Kiryu and all of them, and basically they have him pegged as like maybe he's one of these Korean mafia dudes. Um. So keep that in mind. Uh, Korean Mafia. Korean Mafia. Uh, back in Osaka, Kiryu and Sayama figure out or find out that Daigo and the Omi chairman have been kidnapped. And by the way, a sniper tries to murder them. Murder Kiryu and Sayama. Sayama gets shot and Kiryu's like, oh god! <laughs> I gotta run and figure out a way to get her medical help. So they do that, and then eventually they have to go back to Kamurocho. That's where they meet up with Date, and so they've been investigating Stardust, and they figure out, like, oh, this this version of the club owner isn't exactly the same person. And they basically, all four of them kind of converge on this, like, building, and it turns out there's two versions of the same dude? What? Yeah! One of them is from the Korean Mafia. The other is just the real dude. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, the fake version gets gets shot. Because he pulls guns on everyone and shoots a couple of them. And then he gets murdered. So basically, they have to find a way to, to get the, the real owner like uh, medically fixed up. Because he gets shot as well. Um, so they take him to like this kind of back alley doctor who who heals him, heals up the, the murder detective because <laughs> he got shot as well. And basically everyone's like, well, this is bad. We got to figure out some answers. Uh, let's see here. So what are the answers? What are the answers? We'll, we'll find out that sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically with everything going on, Kiryu's like, well, things are going bad i bet you know with with ryuji having his father and daigo kidnapped like they're probably gonna march on us sometime soon like that's gonna go really poorly so kiryu and sayama like they split off from everyone else and they are like okay let's go find some people that kiryu knows get him to help the tojo get some people to help the tojo clan and maybe this won't be as bad so the first person they go to find is majima and Majima, you know, as as is, as the other the side story will tell you, like he is he has divorced himself from the Tojo clan. He is out. He has now made his construction company. They have that flyer that says we build that guy. That guy. I, re- I remember this guy now. <laughs> and he is basically kind of like holed up down in, in purgatory, which is kinda of like this place where the homeless live, or at least they used to live, but it's also like this den of like where a bunch of sh- shady people live. Like, there's casinos down there. There's an underground fighting coliseum. And that's what you have to go through to to get him to jump on board. You have to, like, go through the, the fighting coliseum and end up fighting him. And basically, you're like, hey, what if you help the Tojo clan again? Not saying you have to rejoin or anything, but just, you know, kind of help us out to make sure we don't get completely destroyed. And Majima's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, they also find a dude by the name who who calls himself the florist, who has like he's a, he's basically like, kind of like an information broker, but also he has like this like big room where he has like access to all like the camera feeds throughout all of Comborocho. So like if anything's going on, he can tell you what's happening. Um, and Yakuza one, he was kind of doing that by himself. And this game, he is working with the police again because he was a former cop. So they help, they get him to help and be like, Hey, if anything bad happens, like tell us, or if you find Daigo, tell us. And they find Daigo and basically get him out of his, out of the kidnappers, beat up a bunch of people. And then Kira's like, Oh, by the way, I got to go to a funeral. <laughs> I got to go to Terrorist's funeral. And then during the funeral, Ryuji shows up with a bunch of his dudes and is like, hello, I'm just here to tell you that in like three days, we're all going to come marching down to Kamurocho and destroy everything, beat you up. And I want to fight you. Yeah, I get that this is a funeral. I know I'm an a Just wanted to tell you that. By the way, all those other guys, my guys that kind of came in and tried to beat everyone up. Yeah, they're just hot headed. Don't worry about it. But anyways, three days. Remember, we're going to fight. So there you go. What else happens? What else happens? What else happens? Oh yeah, so like later on that night there's a coup within the Tojo clan. One of the the family like one of the higher ranking officers is like, "Well, I'm going to take over now cuz everything's in disarray, so I can do that." And Kiryu's like, "No. You're not doing that." <laughs> and beats him up and is like, "Well, all right. Solve that Guess one." Cuz I'm not doing that. Uh they find out that like this dude had like kind of partnered up with one of the officers from the Omi Alliance and they're like oh crap <laughs> this is real bad and let's see uh, so while all this is going on they learn more about like the the Korean Mafia and they learn the backstory of like why they're coming back now and it's because that if you remember the the, the, the scene from 1980 or the 1980s that they, they did at the very beginning of the game uh, that was that entire like mo Korea mafia getting just wiped out, save for like a handful of people who went into hiding, and now like they're trying to come back and, and act revenge because like their their mafia creed is that like you know if you die you you can't die without like honoring the the clan the the mafia like the clan. So, like, they find, Kiryu and Sayama find one of the survivors in Osaka. He's the, he was the old dude in the, the shogi parlor. Uh, so, they, they go talk to him about, like, what happened. And he gives them kind of, like, a brief rundown and everything. Uh, they also kind of figure out that, like, hey, maybe Sayama is one of those survivors. Like, maybe she's got a little bit of that Korean mafia blood in her. That's, that might be awkward. <laughs> Uh, so the old guy kind of tells them like what happened, like the Tojo clan came and like attempted to wipe out that entire Korean mafia. A few of them survived. Uh, and he's basically, he was, he was one of the survivors, but he also kind of sold out some of his, the people who survived and like led them, led like some of like the mainland mafia members to come and like murder them. Uh, but while they're getting this information from him, here comes the Korean mafia to come and like murder him. <laughs> Cause like, Hey, 
you led us to him. Thanks. Now we're going to kill him and kill you. So you beat up everyone, uh, and you think it's all good, but he, like, the old dude gets a knife kicked into him. Oh, God. Right into the gut. And then all the Korean mafia dudes just, like, they have these rings, and they, like, they break the rings and just down this powder and, like, commit suicide. That's bad. So everything just goes real bad there. And you're just like, oh, God, what is going on? And then you're just like, oh, God, I got to go to the cabaret club. <laughs> God. Uh, so after all that happened, like, uh, Kiryu and Sayama, like, kind of go off to, like, the this, like, walkway, which kind of overlooks the river in, in Sotobori. And Kiryu is like, by the way... You know how, like, my kind of dad murdered all, like, those people and maybe your family? I might have been there, too. And, like, so you get a little backstory of, like, baby Kiryu as, like, a 14-year-old going to the, uh, the, uh, the Kazuma family headquarters. And it was like, hey, sir, you didn't come to the orphanage for Christmas. Is everything okay? And the dude's like, Go home. You can't be here today. It's real bad. Get out of here. So Kiryu's like, oh, I gotta I gotta make sure he's okay, so I'm gonna follow him. And so Kiryu's Kiryu's dad was basically gonna be like, Hey, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the order to murder all these people. I'm gonna try and like get them out. And like sneak them out so like they're just like, Hey, just don't come back here and exchange, we're not gonna murder you. So, like, he was kind of, like, going over that plan with, like, the head of the Korean mafia there. And then Kiryu mm-hmm. shows up and is like, oh, no, this is bad. He's going to try and murder my dad. And, like, runs in and just ruins everything. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, God. <laughs> so, like, Sayama learns that and just, like, gets real mad and is unhappy about it. And Kiryu's like, well, you know, if you want to make it up or if you want to, like, make even, you could just kill me. Like, if that would help you. And she's like, you're a f-ing idiot. <laughs> and just leaves. Uh, after that happens, Kiryu just kind of like stays there and like for like hours. And then it starts raining. And he's just standing in the rain trying to smoke a cigarette. And then some like homeless <laughs> dude walks by him, drops a can. And is like, and Kiryu's like, oh, here, homeless man. I will help you get this can for you. Oh, God, I've been stabbed in the stomach. The homeless man stabbed him? The homeless man stabbed him because he was an assassin. So Kiryu's like, oh god. So he has to walk. How many th- times has this man been stabbed in the oh stomach? Oh boy, <laughs> it's honestly this isn't even this is this is like the beginning of it. <laughs> so he's walking through like the entire like Sotenbori, just like holding his guts in and just like bleeding everywhere. He's like, I gotta get to this place to make sure I can get healed. Uh, and then he does. Uh, but uh. So he gets healed up, kind of, and then you find out that the assassin left a note with him, and it says, hey, one of the Omi Alliance guys kidnapped Haruka. You better come and get her. And Kira's like, I'm going to murder these people. (laughs) This is the little kid, right? This is the little kid. So Kiryu uh, has to travel to this big castle. This is where this dude's hanging out. And he fights his way through everyone. Um... Right before he's able to get to to the dude and Haruka, the dude's like, hey, what if you fought my two tigers? You told me about this. Yeah, and then, and then you have to fight two tigers. 
Yes, of course. <laughs> God. Uh, so you fight the two tigers, and then you get to like the dude's uh, like office, and Kira's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you." But uh, like I did your two tigers. Yeah. Uh, so like he's gonna do that, but then like Ryuji shows up, and he's like got like a big sword, and Ryuji's like, "You're a piece of shit, you know that?" Talking to like the other Omi officer dude, like you have to stoop so low to kidnap a kid. Like, why not just go and, like, fight them with your power? So Ryuji's like, yo, f*** you. And then just takes it, like, just slices him across the chest. This Omi, Omi officer dude. And then the guy's like, oh, God. And then Ryuji just takes the sword out and just shanks him. And then pushes him off, like, the castle. Like, out of the balcony. And he's like, hey, by the way, two days, we're gonna fight. That dude was a real piece of for his antics. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to come and beat you up. All right, later. <laughs> and then Kira's like, oh, hey, Haruka. I'm sorry you had to watch this dude get brutally murdered in front of you. You okay, buddy? You okay, buddy? All right, we're good. Which is really, it's it's good after that because, like, I think um, they let you have some downtime in, in, in Osaka. So, like, you get to hang out with Haruka. And she's like, hey, let's go to all these places and hang out. So, like, Is that when you took the selfie with her? Uh, That was a little bit later. But basically, it's the same premise. Like, because oh, okay. you get to walk around the town with her. And she'll be like, hey, I want to go eat at this place. So, you have to figure out, okay, what, what place sells takoyaki? And you have to go find that. And then you get her. And you're like, yeah. She's like, yay. And then there's the meter. You get to fill up her, her trust meter. She's a trust meter. She's a trust meter. <laughs> oh my god! I got it up the way up to like B, and then she was like, "Hey, why don't you win a thousand chips in poker?" And I was like, "All right, f- this, I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't trust you. I mean, she trusts me like as a B at a B level. It's better than when it was like at an F. Jesus. <laughs> oh, hey, my nose is bleeding. That's bad. Did you get into a fight? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> Uh, so basically, you know, after all that goes down, you go back to Kamurocho. Um, I'm trying to see here. Okay. Uh, while you go back to Kamurocho, you get into, like, you have to drive back there. And of course, it's a Yakuza game, so they love their weird driving fight scenes. So, like, a bunch of the Korean Mafia dudes just show up, and you have to, like, jump out of the car, or out of this van you're in that you were just sleeping in. And then you jump onto, like, these flatbed trucks and fight a bunch of dudes. <laughs> yeah, okay, of course. <laughs> While they're moving. Why not? Which was fun, because you just, like, take people and just, like, just throw them, and they would just fly off the, the bed of the truck. So that happens, and then you, you beat them up. You beat them all up, and then you make your way back to Kamurocho. Uh When you get back, uh, Date's like, hey, by the way... We think there's a mole in the the police. It's this really high-ranking dude. He is one of the survivors of the Korean mafia. By the way, there's also a bunch of bombs around the play all around the. Oh, I, I say they learned there's bombs. They learn there's bombs later, but eventually they're like, "Hey, there's bombs all around the city. We will have to deal with." But they uh, they eventually have to go find this uh, this uh this police mole who is named uh, Kurohashi and he calls Kiryu and is like hey why don't you come to the Millennium Tower 
I got some people you might want because <laughs> he's taking Date hostage. He's taking the florist hostage, and him and Sayama and uh, and uh, Jiro go in there, and break in. Um, so here's where you get kind of like a bunch of the backstory of like why Jiro was like murdering a bunch of people like on the job, and mm-hmm. it was because like he was involved with that Korean mafia. Uh, case back in the 80s that he knew like any time a Korean like any of the survivors were coming back and he was just like straight up murdering them so like so it was like all these like reports like oh this illegal alien gets murdered and he was like no they were just they were from the Korean mafia and I just just murdered them god it's a little racist I mean obviously mafia is you know not that good but also, he reveals that, hey, by the way, I'm Sayama's real dad. <laughs> what? I banged the the white or like the the wife of the Korean mafia boss. <laughs> and we had a kid uh, together. Plot twist, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> what do you do with that information? <laughs> so you fight a bunch of people here, you fight you fight Kurohashi and then you think everything's fine, and then he straight up shoots uh, Jiro a bunch, because he because he he jumps in front of uh, Sayama to save her from getting shot, and then he dies. And she's like, "Oh no, my dad! <laughs> He's dead!" <laughs> and she's like, "Fuck!" I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> it's just, I mean, look, everything that's going on, it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drama. Drama Lama. But basically he kind of tells her that like the reason like I wasn't like your actual dad was because like, you know, you had this blood in you and I had to make sure I had to kind of stash you away to make sure they never found you to like brainwash you into thinking their their whole ideology was good and everything. So kind of had to make sure you're away. Also, you know, the kid that I saved back in the 80s from the opening cutscene. That's kind of your half brother, but I can't tell you who that is yet. Rest assured, I had to stash him away as well. Anyways, <laughs> I'm dead now. Uh, then after that, they learned about like there's a bunch of bombs planted around the city, so got to do that. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna they're all gonna detonate on the anniversary of the attack, which is also the same day that Ryuji's gonna invade the city. So it's like, well. F- uh, so they kind of gather all like the the remaining men of the Tojo clan, and Majima brings his dudes, and they go out and uh, disarm all the bombs, which it leads to a very good cutscene of Majima like going after the final bomb, and just like he has one of his dudes just like under it going to cut all the wires, and then Majima's just like looking at it, like the bomb, be like, hmm, we should cut the red wire, and the guy's just like. <laughs> Stip. Oh god, it's fine. And then the line is like, well, there's two wires left. What do I do? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh no. <laughs> and that's how he decides to, which wire to cut. Which is, it's fine. It all works out really well, but <laughs> it's really, really dumb and goofy. That's terrifying. Uh, Why? Because it's real good. <laughs> that's That's the only reason. Um... In between all of that, they they found this uh file that Kurohashi had, and they they try to get Sayama to like 
decode it there at the place, but they can't because like the the information's too encrypted. Which which her backstory is that like she's like a computer engineer that like became a cop somehow, <laughs> so she's able to kind of like decrypt a bunch of stuff. It's an odd job trajectory. Yeah. Well, she wanted to become a cop to find out like her her right. her, fami- her family history. So, but like she goes back to Osaka to like all right, I'm going to decode this file and figure out what's on it. Uh, she finds out that in the file is is a file about Ryuji. And she's like, okay. Uh, after the whole bomb situation goes down, you meet up with uh, Date and one of his cop buddies, and he gives you, and he decrypted the, fi- the file as well. And he gives you two files, one's on Ryuji, One's on Sayama. He's the half brother. He's the half brother. Dum dum dum. Dun dun dun. Uh, like while you were having that meeting, she comes back and you're like, "Hey, did you find out what was on that file?" And she's like, ha, ha, "Nope, didn't happen." <laughs> oh man, it just it you know the, the the system there wasn't that great. And then like Dante's caught by, he's like, "Whoop, gotta go. I'm just gonna take these files and run." <laughs> And she's acting real weird, so like she's like, "Oh, uh, by the way, uh, my superior officer is is here. He's in the 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 Tokyo Metropolitan Police Station. He's in this one room. Uh, you should probably go talk to him. All right, uh, just go on, get out of here." Um. So so they do that. Date and Kiryu go to like this this room, and Date knows what the room is. He's like, "That's not where you would go to meet someone. That's real strange." Like, why would you do that? And basically, she kind of lays out like, hey, so I know me and Ryuji are, are siblings now. That's real messed up. And I know you want to go fight him tonight. Too bad. I'm going to go find him first and make sure I stop all this to make sure none of my family dies again because that would really suck. So that's her plan. Okay. Is that she's going to try and talk Ryuji out of doing anything. Kiryu, on the other hand, has to fight through a bunch of people, a bunch of Korean Mafia dudes throughout all of Kamurocho and make his way to the Kamurocho Hills construction site. And that's where his, that's where the whole fight's going to gonna, gonna go down. Uh, so eventually they get there. Kiryu gets there. And he sees, uh, he sees Sayama and Ryuji are there. And also the uh, the Omi chairman, Ryuji's dad's there. Everyone's there. They're all like, hello, we're all here. <laughs> so they venture like, okay, well, Ryuji and Kiryu have to fight. And they have their fight. Kiryu wins. And you're like, okay, well, that was that. Was that. that seems like we're about to wrap everything, else, wrap everything up. But uh, someone else shows up. Someone who we thought was dead shows up <laughs> uh oh if you remember uh we saw terada get murdered in the graveyard turns out he didn't die he's alive and kicking he's like hey uh congratulations everyone you uh you brought my script to life this is real good by the way i'm one of the survivors of that korean mafia attack 20 years oh ago oh my god everybody's <laughs> tied to it i'm the leader it was me all along, Kiryu. It was me, Dio. <laughs> Holy. So he's like, yeah, we've been playing this for like two decades, all this. And Kiryu's like, 
you realize my dad like saved your life back then like he let you go and didn't murder you like are you gonna tell me like all that was 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 like like him helping you get a, a cushy officer ship job in the Omi Alliance, him looking after you. And Tarot is just like, well, revenge. Let me, let me tell you about revenge. <laughs> That's some long game revenge. It's long game revenge. Yeah. God. So his Tarot's plan is like, well, I'm going to kill Kiryu. I'm going to kill Ryuji and we're going to, I'm going to take over the Weakened Tojo clan and also take over the Omi Alliance and just make it all mine and have the Kree Mafia become explodingly big. Uh, so you fight him and you beat him up and then you're like, yay, we did that. And then here comes this other dude who shows up who's also like one of the Omi officers from that original meeting and he shows up and shoots Terada and is like, hey, by the way, we were working together, but turns out I'm more of a snake than you. I'm going to turn on you, and now everything's going to be mine. Oh, my God. So this dude shows up, murders the the head of the Omi Alliance, and straight up just blah, blah, blah. Uh, shoots Kiryu a few times. Shoots Ryuji a few times. Shoots Terada a few times. And then Terada is, like, dying. He's like... By the way, there's a, he, he tells you this before everything goes down. He's like, hey, there's a bomb behind you. You know, if, if things don't go our way, I'm going to blow the shit out of this place. And then as he's dying, he's like, hey, by the way, remember my bomb? Click. Now it's activated. <laughs> go f*** yourself. So that happens. Um, this new dude who shows up, Takashima, basically... Is like, oh crap! I I should have probably seen this coming. And then Ryuji like wakes up from his fight-induced nap and is like, I'm gonna f murder this dude. It <laughs> just like stands up and just starts unloading into him. And the other guy is able to get off like two shots into Ryuji, but Ryuji just straight up murders the f out of him. This is the point in time where like you your your thing is like, and Ladium's online. <laughs> it was right after like all this gunfire is happening. I was like, all right. So the bomb is about to go off. Uh, the only ones left alive up there are Ryuji, Kiryu, and Sayama. And <laughs> Ryuji and Kiryu have two gunshot wounds in them. And there's also a bomb that's about to go off. <laughs> so it's a great point. Great, great point. I'm glad you contributed, buddy. <laughs> so while the bomb is taking down, Ryuji and Kiryu are like, what if we had another fight? That sounds like a great idea. And Simon was just like, you guys are f***ing idiots. There's a bomb going about to go off. We need to get out of here. <laughs> and they're like, what if we had another fight? <laughs> <laughs> so like, so Sayama tells Ryuji, like, hey, I'm your sister, dumb Stop this. And he's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. You look like my mom. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, you're on this elevator. Later, <laughs> you're going down. We're gonna fight. <laughs> so you have another fight, and then you 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 beat Ryuji yet again. Uh, Sayama comes up because she ran up the stairs to come back up, and just like, dumb, we need to go. And, and Ryuji's just like, oh, I'm so beat up. <laughs> and they have like a heart to heart, 
about like he's like hey do you remember mom at all you sh- that sucks you look a lot like her it's cool that i have a sister anyways i'm dying <laughs> does he die yeah pretty much what do you mean pretty much you either die or you don't well i guess you don't in this game but he was he was are beat up and he was kind of bleeding out from his gunshot wound so yeah he died yeah, but like the main guy can get stabbed and shot in a billion times. <laughs> Kiryu he is, is tough. Too tough. Kiryu is also just like, he's standing there and like, oh, well, guy we do something about this bomb. Oh, no, I'm passing out. Oh. And Sayama's just like, hey, we need to go. We need to get off of, get off this building. The bomb's going to go off. Date and like Haruka show up in a helicopter and are like, you guys need to get off the building. The bomb's going to explode. Leave. And basically, Kiryu sees that like, the timer is really, really ticking down. He's like, I, I literally cannot make it off this building. Like, I'm going to stay here. Like, there's no... I can't... I have to stay here. And... Basically, Sayama decides to stay with him. And... They're they're gonna stay up there and die together. With the bomb. Kaboom. Uh and then you basically you see them you see them get a smooch and a hug as the helicopter flies away. And Kiryu's like, Well, we kinda did Haruka wrong, didn't we? Because we're gonna die. That's real that sucks. Anyways, well, we're gonna explode here soon. Uh you watch the timer hit zero and then credits D- roll. Does he get the touch of boob? Uh, I mean, they're kind of like in a about to die. I don't think touching a boob was on his his mind, but maybe he does. It it might be if That's if true. like you're uh if you've never done it before. That's true, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the timer timer hits zero and roll credits. The credits are very long. With butt rock. Oh God! Why did you have to remind me of the bad credit songs? <laughs> They're so bad. Uh, after the credits roll uh, roll through, there is a there's a post credit scene. Uh, you see Haruka at the graveyard from the beginning of the game, and she's praying at a a grave. And you're like, oh no, Kiryu's dead. But then she's like, oh, thanks, thanks, Terada, you were real nice. And then it, the camera pulls out, and you see Kiryu and Date standing behind her. You're like, did the bomb go off? What happened? Uh, so they actually they they make this very kind of obvious, but when Terada gets shot the first time, you see him fall and you see something fall out of his jacket, mm-hmm. and it's like a little like a weird shaped object. And right as he's about to activate the bomb, he looks at Kiryu and is like, "Hey, trust me," and then activates the bomb. At the at this post credits uh epilogue Date is holding the device that was found there and he's like man it's a good thing Terada didn't put the detonator into the bomb Whew. we would be all in a lot of trouble if that happened <laughs> so basically the bomb was just a huge dud it was not going to do anything uh, so that happens and uh after that, you see Sayama roll up, and she has flowers, and then they put flowers on the grave, and then her, Kiryu, and Haruka walk out. And that's the end of the game. 
which makes it very interesting because it makes me because I haven't played Yakuza three, but it mm-hmm. really makes me want to play Yakuza three because obviously Sayama isn't in five and six, so something happens to her, and all the things I've heard about three is literally just like Kiryu's running the orphanage, <laughs> so like. I was assuming that at the end of this game, she like Sayama was going to get killed off. Because mm-hmm. like I knew like she was like the love interest that they try and they put in for the series, but then, you know, from the games I've played and later on, like she's nowhere to be found. So like, what happens to her and where does it happen? <laughs> like we're in the games. Break up. Because she's like, dude, I'm tired of you coming home with stabbing bullet wounds all the <laughs> time. Stop getting beat up. Stop stop letting people fight you all the time. <laughs> so she's just like, you know what? I'm done. Just leaves. That's that's her story. Because the only time you ever see Kiryu in like a relationship. Because I haven't played through. I haven't play, I played a little bit of four. I haven't played through all of it. So I don't know if it, that happens any time in there or not. But in five, he he's like in the beginning of five. He's living in like as like under another identity just to try mm-hmm. and get away from everyone. And he has like a somewhat of a relationship with someone, but it's like nothing. It's nothing real serious. But it's not Sayama, so I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So, if anything, like it, it, it has me curious to play Yakuza Three now. So, <laughs> I makes I, sense. I, I guess that's a good thing. So, you know, hopefully they they either put this out, they put like the the PS3 version on PS4 at some point, or I just track down the PS3 version and play that. But uh, yeah, Kiwami Two is really, really good. Much, I mean, not a big surprise, but um, I definitely heard a lot of people talking about how like the story of this was a lot better than like one, and it was like the, it was a very strong showing of the story. And I think I think it really does does that in in general. So I think it, they do a really good job with the story, and it was. Definitely fun to play through, especially with just like the way they, all the work they they put into remaking it and everything. It was a it was a it was a fun jaunty time through the serious and goofiness of, of a Yakuza game. Fun jaunty time. Fun jaunty times. I mean, what other game allows you to go eat some chicken strips, go play some Virtual Fighter, and then go to a bar and drink a Yamazaki? Just, That's a song. Just like the yeah, just like the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's Jacques Kwame too. Wow. Yeah. I what is this? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I know you, I, I love it and I don't understand it. Yeah, like I know you said like you would never like play these games because they're not your cup of tea, but I bet you would just enjoy like watching them because they're so bonkers. I, I agree with that. I probably would. It's just like every time you tell me anything about it, I'm just like, <laughs> what is this series? Uh, it's why I'm like really excited for like the the new game they're making that's kind of set in the Yakuza universe, but it's not a Yaku- it's not a quote unquote Yakuza game. Uh mm-hmm. Judge Eyes, which is it's essentially what if the Yakuza team made an ace attorney game? What? Which even that from that premise alone, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm in. 
Because literally the game is like, you're kind of like a, you're a detective, but it's set in Kamurocho. It has the fighting mechanics from the Yakuza series, but you get to go to all the places that you know, and just like a different, in a different story. And it has like hmm. all these like investigative like aspects to the game as well. So it's like, so from the demo I played that like, you have like, oh, well, we've heard of like the subject. We have a description of the subject. Uh, go to this place and see if you can pick out who it is and if it if which one of these people matches this description and then like you you might have to like tail them might have to go around to like a crime scene and like look at stuff and investigate that way um there were some aspects they showed from like uh gameplay trailers where it's like you'll have to like dress up in different costumes so you like gain and gain access to places to investigate like it sounds really really interesting and just with that team like i I am totally down for whatever they, they decide to do. Like with all the games that like with, with the way they've done all these Yakuza games and the, the amount of trust they've built up, like I am totally down for them to try something wacky like this and see if it works. Cause like a Yakuza cross Ace Attorney game or like Ace Attorney style game in the, like the Yakuza universe just sounds so bonkers, but like they could totally make it work. I mean, <laughs> I mean the main character has the, the the attorney badge and everything. Oh my god! Hopefully, I mean there is a there is at least one point in time in like a trailer that he does the point. Oh my god! I also hope you're able to just like take your badge off and be like, hey, what do you think of this? <laughs> it's one of the best things about that game. It really is. Oh man, you you know what's you know what's sad. No. The Ace Attorney anime is coming back. Why? <laughs> and they're doing the best game in the series. Oh no. Maybe they got better. Maybe it's gonna be it's gonna look better and not be a weird mishmash of stuff. Do you believe that for a second? Uh, I mean, Persona Five. The Persona Five anime just happened, and we know how that went up. So. Yeah. <sighs> Poor, poor coffee drinking prosecutor. He's going to get done dirty. Poor, poor baby Phoenix. He's going to get done dirty. <laughs> uh, what a shame. Anyways, uh, that's Yakuza Kwame 2. It's really great. You should play it. Um, and play all the Yakuza games. They're, they're real great. <laughs> <laughs> also play School Idol Festival. Yes. Also really great. Also really great. You know what this episode had? Great games. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's very true. Uh, but that's going to wrap this episode up. Where we... <laughs> we went knee-deep into some Japanese... <laughs> Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmyCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like there's a new episode of the Mainline Seasonal Anime Checkup up. It's true. Where it's covering summer and fall of 2018 in anime. I uh, <laughs> here's some inside baseball about that. Um, I was doing that uh, recording and inadvertently cussed during it, 
And I immediately cussed, and I was like, in my head, I was like, oh my god, you idiot. You have to, okay, look at the time code. Where was it? Okay, go back and edit it and, and bleep that. I was so mad at myself. <laughs> it's like, oh, dang it. Uh, so that's up. You should go go check that out and listen to that. Um, go go listen to Jared and I'll watch. Where we're, we're watching Love Life Sunshine, so you can watch along with us and hear our thoughts and opinions about each individual episode. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's a very good podcast. It's a very good show. I agree. There you go. Uh, there's also columns and reviews on the site as well. There's also there's a brand new column on the site. Dun, dun, dun. That's the first time that's happened since like December of last year. Oh my god. I wanted to talk about the end of Hanibato and just the just what I thought about that and kind of wrote two thousand words about it and was like, all right, let's let's throw this on the internet. So uh, you should uh, you should definitely check that out. I I thought it was real good in my opinion. Al looked at it. She she read through it all and made it look better than what it originally looked like because she's the good she's the good part of that. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, but also it was good. Thank you. I liked it. I didn't even watch the show, but I enjoyed it. I feel like you know more about that show than most people. Most people, because I've had you read like two different pieces I've wrote about that show. <laughs> I think I'm on three. You might be on four. <laughs> oh wow! But like, there's two awesome. that are directly related to the show. The other two were kind of like based around the show, oops, but not really like about the show. Okay. But like the last two I wrote were definitely like this is very intrinsical to like the the aspects of this show. So you would definitely know a bit more than the average person. <laughs> the average Joe. You'll know why I compare the main character to a wrestler. That's just because you're you. That's because I'm me. But like, they're very similar characteristics. Uh, why, you know, you should all, you you shouldn't stick around in abusive relationships. That's true. Those are things that are covered in that article. So you should uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, it's up on the up on the site right now. If you go to seasonalandcheckout.com/columns. It'll be right there. Or just scroll down the homepage and it'll be right there along with everything else. Uh, What else? What else? Hey, Anladium. That's you. Hi, that's Go me. Go to Anladium.com. She has columns and reviews on her site. Yay. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do the Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you would like to donate and help support our podcast. Uh, Next week... Once again, no idea. We'll have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have something. But uh, nothing concrete as of right now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think of something. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. So I uh, look forward to whatever we do next week. And, uh, you know, we are, we're on the road to episode 100. Wow. We've got five more weeks. We're so old. We are... So, so old. So, hey, look forward to November 10th episode. We, we, we joined the Triple Digit Club. I don't, I don't know if we're going to do something special for it. It's just going to be another episode. But, like, hey. Something we'll something think about to it. Forward to. It might depend on, like, what's going on in life. Yeah, exactly. That, that's usually <laughs> how this always goes. Yeah. Like, we were, we were just talking about, uh, like, earlier this week about 
hey, we need to think, start thinking about a new Jared and Al watch topic, and then we're just like, <laughs> we just puked everywhere. We did, and that's like that's that's another show that just revolves around like, hey, depending on our life situations, like it can be real hard to do that show. Yep. So, inside baseball for you, but uh, hey, tune in next week for. Cool Good times. pals, Jared and Al.